Hello, welcome to my Sober Militia podcast. Today's episode is called Perpetuating the Lie. Let's pretend for a moment I have not had an incredibly easy, peaceful, and fulfilling path through sobriety. Let's instead pretend my journey has been filled with struggle, second-guessing, endless day ones, and self-doubt. If we find ourselves in this lonely and isolated place of uncertainty, it is only natural to want to hide and avoid any unwanted or unwarranted rhetoric about our failures. We do not want to face why we continue to find ourselves trapped on the downward spiral of our lives. Why would we? I mean, our lives are hard enough, right? Why subject ourselves to more torment, pain, and heartbreak? Unfortunately, the path through sobriety is not only filled with our own self-imposed obstacles. Now, it is littered with obstacles thrown in our way by strangers, co-workers, friends, and even those who love us. They may not even know what they are doing, but they are doing it nonetheless. Again, my journey has not been difficult. Many others have experienced great difficulties dealing with the burden of sobriety. We carry with us on our journey our own baggage full of history, experience, and beliefs. This baggage may help, or it may hinder our potential for success. It all depends on how we managed our failures, what we did with the knowledge gained from those lessons, and whether or not we allowed our character to grow as a result. If we are lucky, we gain some tools along the way to help us on our path of rediscovery. If we are not, then the road is simply that much longer. Either way, it is not only our own personal baggage we must contend with down this potentially long and lonely road. We must too deal with the baggage carried by everyone else around us. Whether or not they know it, many of the people we come into contact with every day are unconsciously and probably involuntarily perpetuating the lies of alcohol. The Magic If we are not aware of the lies being thrown at us every day, the lies have the potential to slowly wear us down and destroy our resolve to fight for and obtain the goals we seek to achieve. One such lie came to my attention recently during a shopping trip to a major liquor store chain. It is no secret my partner and I enjoy non-alcoholic libations because we have both found comfort in the ability to enjoy them as we did their poisonous counterparts, but without the obvious ramification. Nevertheless, we were shopping for any wine and beer when the store manager approached us and inquired if we needed any help. We said, no, thank you. He smiled and then gazed at the contents of our cart. With a slight hint of surprise, he looked up at us and said, oh, you're getting the stuff without the magic. We were both so taken aback, neither of us responded. We just smiled and continued on our way. Upon reflection of this encounter, I have had innumerable thoughts regarding the interaction between us and the manager of the liquor store. Granted, his job is to sell liquor, I get it. Regardless, his job also involves taking care of his customers, including those who are supporting his company by purchasing the non-alcoholic versions of the product. His statement, without the magic, felt a little mocking to me. 
Why would you say such a thing to someone who is obviously choosing to make a healthier choice? Why not, in an effort to support your customers and your business, say something like, I see you have found our non-alcoholic section. Let me know if you have any questions. Doesn't that seem more supportive and inclusive? The problem is not the store manager or his comment. The problem, as we know, is the pressure exerted on us all by the society of alcohol. We are taught to believe this way. From as long as I can remember, alcohol has been touted as our savior, our escape, and as our friend. Unfortunately, it's none of those things. And the longer we perpetuate this lie, the longer we, our friends, and our family will suffer as a consequence. The good stuff. Here's another lie recently brought to my attention, this time by my partner. I was not present at the time. While on my last trip to California to visit my son, he's moving back home this week, my wife was home watching the election results and chatting with a friend. Her friend said he needed a drink. My partner responded she already had one, a non-alcoholic one. The friend responded, oh, go get the good stuff. I won't tell your partner. First of all, my partner quit drinking before I did. She's not sober because of or for me. Secondly, it is no secret we have quit drinking together and have consistently talked about the joys we have found in our decision. Why? Why would you encourage someone who has consciously and happily made a choice not to drink to go get a drink? If I sound angry, I promise you I'm not. I understand too well the motivations behind such comments. I am, however, appalled. The motivation behind such a misguided comment is similar to what I spoke of earlier. It is not her friend's fault to believe the way he does. Until we are privy to the truth, alcohol actually seems quite harmless. Why not tell your friend to go get a drink? It's only one drink, after all. What could it hurt? The reason we do not see the voracious harm in alcohol is that society does not warn people away from it like it does drugs or nicotine. Pay attention to the disclaimers at the beginning of the movies you watch. They warn us about smoking, sex, language, drugs, etc. They never warn us about alcohol use, ever. Why is that? It is a scientifically proven fact alcohol is one of the most addictive and dangerous drugs on the planet. How is it so effectively claimed asylum from the negative discourse it so justly deserves? While this is an entirely different blog or book, it is important to ask yourself the question, why do we not warn people about the toxic and damaging effects of alcohol? The society of alcohol does not want us to quit drinking. Stop perpetuating the lie. Regardless of where you fall on the alcohol versus no alcohol line, we are all intelligent enough and kind enough to know better than to perpetuate the lies of alcohol, especially to those who are attempting to find and see the truth. It's a choice. If you voluntarily choose to imbibe, that is your right and no one is trying to take that away from you. I am asking, however, that we all allow ourselves to be aware of those around us who may be attempting to choose differently. There is no magic in alcohol. There is, however, poison in it. The good stuff, by definition, 
is that which is morally right or sound. Alcohol does not fall in that realm on any level. It is not our savior, it does not help us escape, and it is not our friend. Stop perpetuating it is, and stop perpetuating the lie. Don't be afraid to stand up for yourselves too. In hindsight, I wish I would have had the wherewithal to respond differently to the store manager. I would have liked to have said, excuse me, sir, is it not apparent to you that we have chosen to avoid the magic, as you say? If you would like our continued business, I would suggest learning more about the growing demographic of non-alcoholic drinkers to whom you might be able to cater. My partner is apparently much nicer than me as well. To her friend, I would have simply replied, did you just encourage someone who voluntarily quit drinking to have a drink? What's wrong with you? Support does not only come from those in our bubble. We all need to be more aware of those around us. We all need to reach out, whether we understand our brothers and sisters' decisions to grow and change or not, and offer support. We all need to be sensitive to the growing needs of a population of people who have been duped into believing one of the biggest and most outrageous lies of our time. The sober curious movement is growing. People are beginning to see the truth. It is all of our jobs to not only help, but also to encourage each other to see the truth and find our way back to living well. The lies of alcohol are both far-reaching and never-ending. The two lies I chose to talk about in the blog today were recent and personal. And it was something that when I experienced at the time, especially the store, while it took me aback and definitely caused me to reflect on what happened, I didn't think a whole lot of it at the time. But as I continue down this journey of mine and um, get to know people, stories, history, and just learn more about how alcohol is perpetuated almost exclusively in our society, I am just more and more aware of everything that's happening around me. And it wasn't until the second example I brought up about my partner and her friend that really got me thinking, God, what is going on? And it's interesting because, you know, you can't blame anybody for it because it's just, it just is. It's, it's what we live in today. And I think it's, you know, the history behind this is far beyond my knowledge or probably most of our knowledges in terms of how we got to where we are. But it has been going on for a very long time. But it was that second experience when my partner told me about her friend, you know, suggesting uh, her to go get a drink and or go get the good stuff. And uh, don't worry, I won't tell your partner. That just kind of blew me away. And it blew away my partner too. She kind of responded the same way. She's like, I, w- I quit drinking first. What are you talking about? I'm not doing this for him. And I think beyond that, I think it's just that idea that, you know, we have talked about it. Um, we're both friends with the same person and uh, they see how much I write and 
uh, how much work I do in this uh, community. And unless you just are, you know, uh, completely detached, you, you have to know that both my partner and I have done this voluntarily and willingly and happily and have continued to talk about how amazing this experience has been for us and our lives and our future and everything that revolves around anything that has to do with us uh, because it's been amazing. And so there's no question that, you know, that person knew that. And so to uh, encourage her to go get a drink was pretty shocking to me, to be honest with you. And again, I don't blame him, but I do question the motivation. Um, even though, like I said in the blog, I, I understand it. And that's why I, I didn't mention that, you know, if I come across as being upset about these two occurrences, I'm really not upset about what happened in either one. It's more about um, just being blown away by it. You know, the idea of a, a manager of a store kind of giving someone a hard time about not drinking alcohol. Even though it was it was subtle, it was still there, and I don't think he, anyone would not see it. Um, especially when, as a business, you're trying to sell, and you have the non-alcoholic versions right there that you could sell further, you know, or question what you know you could do to bring in more products that would help them sell more. Um, so it just was an odd, odd thing, and of course the obvious being. Uh, my partner's friend saying that she should go drink and he wouldn't tell anyone um, is almost childish on some level. Anyway, uh, the point being that, you know, these lies are out there. They're everywhere. Constantly, uh, every day we run into them. These were just two simple examples I wanted to talk about because they've been on my mind. And, um, you know, the first one came up a while ago, but the second one was just this last week or so. And I couldn't help but, you know, think about it more and more. And the more I thought about it, I thought, you know, I need to write about this because I think it's a big deal. Um, but, you know, the end goal of my talking about it or writing about this would be to hopefully reach out to some people who may not realize that this kind of stuff is going on. And uh, if you are, you know, someone who still drinks and, um, you know, that's your decision and that's fine for you. It doesn't bother me. I don't mind having it around me or any of that stuff. But, you know, be aware of people who may not be in the same place and especially you know be aware of the people who are making that conscious decision to maybe change or to um, live a healthier or you know make decisions that are going to help them grow as a person and just be aware that it's happening I'm not asking you to do anything special you know I'm a vegetarian too it's the same same scenario for me when I go to someone's house and I tell them I'm a vegetarian everybody kind of freaks out and I'm like dude I always find something to eat don't worry about me don't even think about it I, I will be fine. And it's the same with alcohol for me. Um, if you have alcohol around me, I'm totally fine. It's not going to bother me, you know. Um, but we do need to just be aware that not everyone is like that. And, um, you know, just, just, I don't know, be willing to um, help, you know, to just be aware, notice that that's happening and not say things like, hey, why don't you go get a drink, right? Uh, it seems pretty obvious to me, but apparently it's not that obvious to everyone. And so, you know, as uh, people who are not drinking, uh, keep that in mind as well. You know, the jokes that we put out on social media and and things like that may unintended have an unintended impact on somebody who doesn't see them as a joke. 
Um, I see a lot of memes and things floating around about how much people are drinking during the pandemic and, you know, how big the AA meetings are going to be, you know, in 2021. And uh, to me, I personally just don't find it funny. Um, I think it's a, it's unfortunate. And so, you know, for those of us who are successfully on our path, we can take steps too to try to help those who are not um, by not making jokes about things like that, you know. So it's just, a, I think everyone can be involved and be aware. And I'm not asking people to stop doing things they want to do if they kind of want to continue doing those things. But just um, know that there are people out there who are trying to do those things. And it would help them to know that there is support, not only from the people in their, you know, recovery bubbles, but from everyone around them and vice versa. So appreciate you guys reading my blogs, listening to my podcasts. I always uh, am blown away by the amount of support I receive from from all of you, especially those of you I've never met and uh, may never meet. I think it's uh, pretty amazing and uh, something I really enjoy. Um, I hope to uh, continue to see the comments and um, questions that come up regarding some of the stuff I write about. And uh, I hope you guys are all doing really well. I hope you had a great weekend and I hope you go into a really productive and successful week. Stay strong, stay safe, stay sober.